0: Hello and welcome to Z Humura Show a podcast dedicated to sharing the beauty of Africa with you and with the rest of the world. My name is Humura Ruth and I host this podcast channel. Thank you so much for joining me today. If it is your first time here, you're more than welcome. On this episode, we talk about different places in Africa. We explore different countries. We explore the cultures, the food, the tourist destinations that you can visit and so much more. So why not subscribe to the channel and share with a friend who you think might be interested. And if you've been here with us from day one, Oh, you joined us along the way I appreciate you so 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 much. Thank you for being a part of this journey and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel as well. Now the I resumed the series where I take you to different African countries and today is no exception because today I am taking you to a very very beautiful place in Africa. It is known for having some of the best honeymoon destinations. It has amazing beaches, beautiful landscape, lots of lush greenery everywhere. It is amazing. When you go there, you literally wind down and you relax. The country itself, sorry, is one of the most developed and has one of the most competitive economies in Africa. It's a welfare state and their government provides free universal health care, free education up to tertiary level for citizens and free transportation for students, senior citizens and the the disabled. In 2019, the Global Peace Index ranked it as the most peaceful African country. Ladies and gentlemen, I am taking you to Mauritius right after the break before we get back into the show if you love my take on uganda And you love Formula 1, why not check out my Formula 1 podcast called ZF1 Amateur. ZF1 Amateur is a post-Formula 1 race commentary podcast hosted by me, Humora Ruth, that's available on your favorite podcasting player or platform. So just go to your favorite podcast player or just search on your favorite search engine, ZF1 Amateur podcast, and you'll be sure to get Formula 1 closer to you. And if you like Formula E, as I do... You should also check out my Formula E podcast called Z Formula E podcast that's all about Formula E racing as well as sustainable mobility. Thank you so much. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, Mauritius is officially known as the Republic of Mauritius. It's an island nation in the Indian Ocean and it is considered part of the East African part of Africa. It is 2,000 kilometers off the southeastern part of the African continent. That's about 1,100 Nautical miles. And it is surrounded by the Indian Ocean and east of Madagascar. But Mauritius is not just Mauritius, the main island. It also consists of Rodriguez, Agalega, and St. Brandon. The capital and largest city of Mauritius is port louis and the country in itself is not very large so there are not many cities in fact it covers it has a total land area of about 2040 square kilometers that's about 790 square miles their motto is star and key of the indian ocean and boy is it a beautiful 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 country the official languages spoken in mauritius are english and french But there are other languages such as Mauritian Creole, Bajpuri, Tamil and Chinese. And when it comes to the local ethnic groups that you will find there, there are the Indians, the Creoles, the Chinese and the French as well. When it comes to population, it has a relatively smaller population compared to the country we talked about in the last episode, which was Ethiopia. So Mauritius has a population of just over 1.2 million people, whereas Ethiopia has a population of about 113, 115 million people. So those two differences always blow me away. And if you were to compare it to Nigeria, 200 million people versus 1.2 million people, it just always surprises me but um yes mauritius has a population of just slightly over 1.2 million people and interestingly it attracts over 1.2 million tourists a year so that is very interesting the currency is the mauritian rupee now i'll just give you a little bit of historical background to mauritius According to some, Arab sailors discovered the island around 975. When they found it, they found it uninhabited and called it Dina Arobi. Then in 1507, Portuguese sailors visited the island as well and gave it a name, Serini. Now, I'm pretty sure my pronunciations are off, but please bear with me. Years later, in 1598, the Dutch took possession of the island until 1710. Then in 1715, the French took control of the island and named it Isle de France. Years later, in 1810, the United Kingdom took over the island until 1968 when Mauritius gained her independence. So, you know, it has gone through, there's, there's been a lot of... Um, different groups of people trying to take control and possession of the island and um, until where we are today whereby Mauritius is an independent nation. Now I am going to share with you some interesting facts that I think you did not know about Mauritius. Fact number one. Now I also said it before this fact that Mauritius is made up of more than one island so you have mauritius rodriguez saint brandon and agalega islands then did you also know that mauritius is home to mount le moron brabant which is a world heritage site now the le moron brabant mountain in the 18th century and 19th century was used by slaves who had escaped from the plantations as a refugee as a refuge sorry They lived in the caves in the mountains for years until soldiers reached them and tried to tell them that they had been liberated. But the thing is, many of the slaves thought that they were lying and that the soldiers wanted to bring them back to the plantations. And because of this, many of the slaves jumped to their death because they couldn't think of going back to the plantations. That is very sad. Another fact is that Mauritius is home to two UNESCO World Heritage sites. The first is Le Moron Brabant, which we just talked about. And then the other is Apravasi Ghat, which we might talk about later on. Then, probably you know this one, but uh, Mauritius is highly ranked as a beach and honeymoon destination for thousands if not millions of tourists around the world it is an incredibly beautiful country that is surrounded by the Indian Ocean there's beautiful beaches there's a lot of places that you can go there's um and it's also very green so that makes it just it feels like a paradise if I may say it it's like those places that you see on your desktop wallpaper and you just want to visit so there are different places you can visit in mauritius that you'd absolutely love there's please bear with me um i do not speak french well and um and so i may butcher some of the names i may not mispronounce them but please bear with me so you can visit troll our beach throughout beaches beach you can visit the mauritius botanical garden you can visit the Chamarel park the flick and flak beach the black river Gorges national park and so many other places so for your honeymoon or your girl's trip or your boy's trip or your birthday or just a retreat mauritius is the place to be now, did you also know that almost 90% of the Mauritian population is literate and their life expectancy is up to 75 years? Also, Mauritius's public transport is free for students, senior citizens and people with disabilities. I always think this is such a blessing <laughs> to live in a place with free public transportation. Then another fact is that the national flag of Mauritius, of Mauritius, sorry, did I just say Mauritius of Mauritius is referred to as the four birds, as the four bands, because of the four colored stripes that it has. So the red on the flag symbolizes the bloodshed for abolishing slavery and attaining independence. The blue represents the Indian Ocean that surrounds the nation. The yellow stripe represents the bright future ahead and the green stripe represents the lush green vegetation on the island. Did you also know that Mauritius is home to one of the world's rarest birds, the pink pigeon? This is amazing. I think if you love birds, this is something that you, that is right up your alley. It's also known, it's also the only known habitat or home of the extinct dodo bird in the world. Now, the dodo bird once occupied the Mauritius Island in large numbers, but that was hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And um, when human beings apparently arrived on the island, they hunted down the birds for meat. And with their arrival, primates arrived as well and rodents arrived and all these kept hunting down the birds for meat so their numbers dwindled. Now Mauritius it's no secret is a scuba drive scuba diver's paradise because it's surrounded by the world's largest network of coral reefs. So if you're into scuba diving, snorkeling, swimming visit mauritius you'd love it then the most popular and highly attended sporting event in mauritius is winter horse racing i found this to be so surprising i don't know it was so new to me i don't know i didn't expect that but it is and and i found that very 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 interesting if you ask me then lastly for today more than 1.36 million tourists visit mauritius each year and if if you remember what I said earlier that is more than the local population (laughs) welcome back from that short break now let me share with you some of my favorite places to visit in Mauritius I'll give you 10 but you can visit more and uh, please bear with me in case I mispronounce the names of these places Please bear with me. First up, we'll go to Trow Our Bitches. I don't know if I said it right, but it's spelled as T R O U A U X B I C H E S. So those are three words, but it's absolutely beautiful. In fact, it was voted as one of the best bitches in the world. I believe that was in 2011 or later. I am not sure but there's a lot for you to do when you visit there. You can go snorkeling, you can go swimming, you can have a beautiful beach picnic, which is so dreamy. You can try the local cuisine because there are lots of food stalls there that you know will give you the opportunity to try the local cuisine. And I think another beautiful thing about Mauritius is it's very multicultural in the sense that there are a lot of different ethnic groups there. So you have like um, Creole, French, Indian, Chinese, and all that. And you can taste that in the food, the different, you know, origins of the food in Mauritius. You'll definitely feel that, you know, Indianness in the food. you feel that Creole vibe in the food that, you know, Chinese take to the food. And let me say the dim sums and all that. So you definitely have to visit. Then you can also visit Sa Siwag Sagu Ramgulam Botanical Garden. Now, it's like a mouthful for me, but it's a beautiful place that you can visit. So from the name, you can tell it's a botanical garden. And there you'll find a variety of flora and fa- and some fauna. But it's absolutely beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful um plants and you know indigenous plants that that you can look at but my favorite there's a beautiful pond that you will find that has amazonica water lilies so it is absolutely stunning and i believe those lilies are native to south america so but you can also find them there in mauritius at that botanical garden you'll also have the opportunity to look at some aldabra totais if you're into tortoise. that is You can also visit the Black River, Georgia's National Park. This is a pretty big park for a small country. It sits on 6,000 hectares of land and it is home to native forests and wildlife. I think at the start of the podcast, I mentioned that one of the things Mauritius is known for, aside from the beaches, is the fact that it's also pretty green so visiting this park will give you that it is home to over 300 species of flora or flora sorry so you get to enjoy that if you're into the botanical side of things there are also different kinds of wildlife from the birds the pink pigeon which is quite rare the giant fruit bats and so much more you can also visit point desani and blue bay Now, this is home to white sands and a beautiful blue lagoon. You know, those things you see on desktop wallpapers that make you dream of taking a trip or taking a vacation. Like, that is exactly what this is. And um, the good news also about this is that there's a good number of holiday homes there for you to book. So you're not going to be sleeping uncomfortably. And uh, you'll enjoy your stay. While you're there, you can visit the marine park where you get to explore some of the best coral reef formations in Mauritius. You can go snorkeling. You can um, visit a little, it's not a little village, but you can visit a traditional um It's not a village. I don't think they call it a village. But you can visit a traditional like town in Mauritius called Mahébog, where you get the opportunity to explore the traditional Mauritian life. And we'll dive into that a little bit later. You know, why wait for later? Let's talk about Mahébog, which is another place that you can explore while in Mauritius. So while you're there, you get to experience Mauritius as it was years ago. Now, Maherbourg is an ancient capital that was built at the location where the Dutch first landed when they came to Mauritius at the end of the 16th century. So while there you'll be able to visit rustic restaurants, you have the opportunity to try the local cuisine, which I'm sure you love. You have the opportunity to visit the marketplace, which I think you should do. You can visit the beautiful beaches. Again, Mauritius is surrounded by the Indian Ocean, so there are beaches everywhere. So take the most make the most out of it and visit a beach or two while you're there. You can try some street food. You can visit the local museum that's there and uh, this will give you an insight into the British French battle for Mauritius back in the day and you also get an insight into Mauritius as a country and its history while you're there. Now, still around that area, you can visit the Egret Island. This one is found in the Mahebog Bay and it's made entirely of coralline limestone. So I think if you're into studying aquatics, aquamarine, that aquamarine stuff and that sciences stuff, I think Mauritius is the place you need to live. You need to live in Mauritius or seashells or by the East African coast. I would recommend that even though I've never studied that. But anyway, the Egret Island has been declared a natural reserve. And so you might find scientists there who are trying to restore the forest that once flourished on the island. You can also, I'm sure you have the opportunity to look at, to see the Aldabra tortoises and the pink pigeons because they are there as well. Now, another place you can visit is the Blue Penny Museum. Now, the museum is named after a world famous Mauritian. While you're in it, you get to know about the country's history, from the days of the Arab sailors, the Portuguese, the Dutch and the French period era, you get to learn all about that. The history of the nation, they went through a lot, especially with slavery. And uh, you also get to learn about the Paul and Virginia legend, as well as those famous stamps that are considered a national treasure, by the way. So you'll be able to find out all about that at the Blue Penny Museum. You can also visit chamarelle waterfall and seven colored earth now the chamarelle waterfall is the highest waterfall in mauritius that reaches about 100 meters i believe so it's pretty tall if you ask me while you're there you can take the stairs to a viewing platform where you'll be able to see the water crashing as it lands down at the bottom if you like you'll also have the opportunity to swim in the shallow water at the bottom of the foes it's absolutely beautiful while you're there you can visit the seven colored earth which is a place that is made up of red brown and purple shaded sand dunes that were created years ago by volcanic rocks that apparently eventually cooled off at different temperatures last but not least you can choose to be very 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 daring and visit Les souffle Now, this is located in the south of Mauritius in a village called Les Escalier. I don't know if I pronounced it right. But yes, so essentially it's a half-formed cave on the side of a cliff. It's quite steep. And uh, from this side of the cliff is a fountain that gushes out when the seat's rough. It's beautiful to look at. So apparently, I was told, the fountain can rise up to 20 meters, which makes it exciting to experience. But um, to get to it, you obviously need someone, somebody with you who has been there before. You need permission from the Savannah Sugar Estate near Les Caliers and uh, I believe a four-wheel car to be able to get to that. On a more subtle note, if you don't like the daring things of, you know, being on a cliff and, you know, looking at water coming out of the ocean, out of the sea, sorry, then you can visit Maison Eureka. Now, this is a well preserved French colonial mansion that was once owned by the island's largest sugar baron. It has a complete wraparound balcony. I mean, he was living large. <laughs> the are rooftop windows. It has about 109 windows. It's a real mansion. It's big. And um, you can visit it. You can have tea in the tea room. You just. the opportunity to explore what it was like for um the the sugar baron living there at the time you can also visit the pretty garden that's filled with bamboo and ebony there's also a waterfall with a swimming hole so i'm telling you the sugar baron was living large back in the day so you can visit that so those are just 10 places that you can visit in Mauritius, but there's so many places you can visit in Mauritius. And I think you can take our time to go there, to search on the web, and you'll fall in love with them, and you'll be able to find a place that works just for you. Welcome back from that short break. Now, let me quickly give you a few... Mauritian dishes that you should try when in Mauritius. Of course, there's so many dishes that you can try while there. There's some of. I just picked out a few, and it's also important to remember that Mauritian cuisine, it 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 has a lot of ties, you know, to like Indian cuisine, Chinese cuisine. It, you know, there's a lot of. I don't. I don't know how to explain it, but I think that's what makes it beautiful. Cause it, you find they have dim sums, which are like which will remind you of, like, you know, Chinese cuisine. Then you find farata, which reminds you of Indian cuisine. They have curries, the Creole curries, which just reminds you of, you know, that Creole culture. So it's it's very multicultural, which makes it exciting to taste. It's not, like, linear. There's, like, different angles to it. So that's always exciting. Now, first up, you have to try the curries. Now, the Creole curries are amazing so they have garlic onion and curry leaves as a base and then you know the chefs go on building upon that depending on where you get it from and um, they're usually served with rice and bread beautiful combination you can try farata which is a local version of parata and it's usually eaten with curry or chutney you can try alauda which is a variation of the indian falooda. And uh, it's usually a pink. It's usually pink or green in color, or it can be both colors, depending on where you get it from. And all I know is it's made by dissolving agar agar, basil leaves, and milk with essence. How it's uh, done exactly, I don't know. You can also try boy cherry tea, which is Mauritian chai. So that's black vanilla tea. It's very good. You can also try dim sums, which are part of the Sino-Mauritian cuisine. So they're small, bite-sized portions of vegetables or meat that have been wrapped in dough, steamed or fried, and then served with chutneys. You can also try Mauritian biryani. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. So it's flavored rice made with several spices and long-grain basmati rice and yogurt. There's, you know, different shapes make it taste different. You can also try some Mauritian seafood, like there are different seafood dishes there. And anyway, you're surrounded by the Indian Ocean. Why wouldn't you try seafood? So you'll get to, I don't know, satisfy your desires with seafood. You know, there's a lot that you can try while in Mauritius. You can also try Dol puri, which is a wheat pancake that is stuffed with ground peas. So that's street food, actually. So you find it, find it for the street food vendors. Then you can also try Mithai, which is a sweet and savory treat. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it from me today about Mauritius. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode as much as I did. And I hope this made you want to visit Mauritius because it is beautiful, if you ask me. Absolutely stunning. Those are the places like you'd want to go for a retreat, or just relax, you know, seashells, Mauritius, Madagascar, by the beach, you know what I'm saying, Mombasa, you know, I love the beach, so, Mm -hmm. and I love water, I love swimming, so, That story is right up my alley. But um, thank you so much for listening in. I hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel and uh, share it with a friend. Let's grow the community. Let's talk about the beauty of Africa. You know, for so long, it has been portrayed as, you know, a place where people are dying. They are hungry. They are suffering. It's war. It's violence. It's disease. It's pain. It's death. You know, it's... This is what people think. In fact, if you watch a you. TikTok videos, you know, we've seen African content creators asking people randomly that what comes to your mind when you think of African people like starvation, water, what you know, absence of water and lack and that's what people think is here. So, but when we start creating content like this, that opens up people's eyes and helps them understand how beautiful and stunning our continent is, then we just... Well, we're just bragging about our beauty and it makes it a better place. Not not that it makes it a better place, but it changes the perception, you know, for a lot of millions of people around the world, if not billions of people around the world. And they get to also respect us more and get to understand what we have to offer, that we can also compete in terms of tourist destinations on the global stage. So share with a friend, talk about the beauty of Africa more, you know. People are not walking down the streets and falling dead. It's not a polyp, you know, it's not a zombie movie. So, yeah, share the beauty of Africa and visit a place in Africa if you can. It could be, if you're an African, it could be a place in your city, a place in your village, a place in your town, a place in your country. It could be anywhere. It could be across your nation, across, you could cross borders and just explore the beauty of Africa and enjoy Africa. All right, I could go on and on about this, but let me stop here. Um, if you'd love to get in touch with me, please do not hesitate. My Instagram handle is at Humura Ruth, that is spelled as H-U-M-U-R-A Ruth, and on Instagram, my handle is for this podcast is at Zhumura Show Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening in. I will see you next time we travel again.